Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. It's going to be a shorter show today. It's sort of that weird period right after a season release where it's kind of slow and there's not really much to talk about. Yeah, it's just, there's a lot of, I feel like this is the time where the sub just fills a lot of creative posts from the new <laughs> operators and stuff. Yes. I mean, that's all the time, let's be honest, but freaking sub. Yeah, um, but we're, we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, Burn Horizon, and then we're just going to jump straight into listener questions after that, and then we're going to follow up with uh, some talk on some other games that we've been playing recently. So let's hop right into it. So Burn Horizon came out this week. I'm sure all you guys mm-hmm. have been playing it and enjoying it. We actually didn't play any Siege this week. At least I didn't. Did you? No, I didn't even. I downloaded the patch. Yeah. but Which, by the way, was humongous. Yeah. Um, But I did not actually play a siege so two things there one was just sort of a busy week for me at least and then two uh, this game called satisfactory had a uh an alpha test that we got into and we were playing that all weekend mm-hmm. uh so we'll talk about that at the end of the show if you're interested to stick around for that then we would love to tell you about it um but yeah burn horizon there's not really anything different from what we've been playing in the test server for a few weeks and uh I guess the one thing that's that's interesting is that there was a bug with the MMR rollback. Yeah, they basically just people, I guess, were getting their MMR rolled back for no reason, and then it was edited. It wasn't really a huge... Yeah, so yeah, people were like losing a bunch of MMR or whatever. Um, I saw like the full explanation of it on the subreddit today, and so I guess what had happened was, um, for one the little pop-up alert that's supposed to tell you when you've had MMR rolled back because you've, uh, because of playing with a booster, mm-hmm. that pop-up wasn't working for one thing. And then two, it wasn't like registering the rollbacks as complete after it did it. So it was doing the same rollback multiple times, which obviously that's good. You know, if it's rolling you back five times for one game, that's a big problem. Um, so it sounds like they fixed it and they've been able to reset everybody's MMR to where it should have been. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it sounds like no harm, no foul. Yeah. It was just basically annoying. I mean, that would be annoying. Like your MMR is going, you don't know why because the thing's not popping up. People assumed that was why. Right. But when the message, I mean, that's what it's like you said, right? Like you said, he just said for some reason it wasn't being activated to tell you. Yeah. Which is annoying. You know what else is not being activated? What? The pop-up that says a player that you reported has been banned. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't know that why they turned working. that one off from the, before they even released the game. They should yeah. have just kept it on. I know. Uh, no, but yeah. Um, good job, Ubi, on fixing that. Um, and honestly, like, I don't even really like playing ranked in like the first week or two of the season. Just because like everybody's rank is reset, so you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It also kind of sucks not, though, because... By the second week, if you get out back, everybody else has been playing it for one to two weeks and you're That's just true. behind. That's true. So there's kind of this weird period uh when a new season comes out with the test server now and everything, where like everybody's been playing the new patch for weeks, at least on PC, right? Yeah. And so it's like it just kills the hype for a new season. Yeah, I have like no desire to like go to play it because I've already played but it is right. And, and it's such a weird thing because like when it comes out in the test server, it's not as exciting either. Cause it's like not real. Yeah. So, so like there's never the hype. Yeah. Like it, it just like completely disappears. And like maybe what I should do is just stop playing the test server. Um, 
But then it sucks because I like to report about the test server and what I think about it. Right. Yeah. I like to have the opinion, especially with for the podcast, right? Yeah. Like it's important for us to sort of be filled in. So it's ugh, it's just kind of weird. It's like a weird problem where it's just like, oh, this is not exciting anymore. And it's, it's a good, I mean, it's a kind of a good problem to have because it's better to have the test server and fix the problems oh, before it comes out. But at the same time, it just kind of sucks. So, I mean, like I, I really have no desire to like, I want, I need to go play Siege because the new patch. It's like, no, I, I know what it's like. Right, right. All yeah. I've done now since then is just made Capital worse again. Yeah. Well, especially like with this past test server, like I, this was the first one I feel like where they actually have taken action on things that were mm-hmm. happening in the test server. And there's other ones maybe where there was like a major flaw and then like they they like fixed it or didn't push some update or something. Yeah. But for the most part, this is the first one where they've actually taken feedback and like decided not to do a rework that didn't look right and whatever. Also, oh, on the Capital thing, we should bring up. So, was it Leahy Giblets that sent us those gifts of Capital? I'll find out for you. Okay, yeah, you, you go look. I think it was Leahy, but maybe not. Um, but in our Discord channel, somebody went and sent. Uh, maybe it was Steel Switch. Somebody sent um, Banana Splat. Oh, Banana Splat. That's right. Okay, I knew it was one of our regulars. Um, so Banana Splat uh, sent some gifts of like, some stuff you could do with Capital, and so like. I guess his bolts will go through like the tiniest hole in a wall, yeah. like shot by a pistol yeah, or whatever. So what people like were doing is they were finding like a clever spot, either outside of a building or like underneath uh, uh, like a critical spot or whatever. And then they would like shoot a tiny hole with their silence pistol through the, through the floor. And then they would shoot the firebolt through and it would hit the ceiling of the room they were aiming at and then drop it down onto the floor because the fire falls now. And so yeah. with that, I can see why Capitao has a huge problem. And even without that, like just being able to be completely safe and shoot. I mean, so say you were attacking the organ, that bedroom big window, you could be down underneath the window and shoot uh, at an angle where you can hit like where the beds are, where people have that rotation hole and mm-hmm. just block the rotation hole. And then you can shoot back up and shoot another one in the hallway. Yeah. You can block the hallway and the rotation hole. Right. So you strap them that objective and plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool but that he's finally useful. Very and, powerful. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't, what do you think they'll do about it? I don't know. I don't, I, I like the idea of it. Like, I feel like it's a really cool idea, but it's just, is it too powerful for siege or is it, is it going to be like? Is it going to be another lion, or is that actually going to be fine? I see. I don't think it will be a lion because it won't be like annoying to play against mm-hmm. in the same way, at least. Um, and you can get out of it, right? Like it's not yeah. like it's going to. If it were to kill you, if it was the same tick rate as before, and not tick rate, same damage as before uh-huh. per tick, uh-huh. then that would be a little different, right? But now it's like, yeah, you maybe you'll lose a quarter of your health or like yeah, close to half, maybe. Yeah, but you'll probably get out of there before it. That's just really... twenty-four. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. It sounds like they might maybe have some ideas. I wonder if it's going to be. So I'm trying to think like, what's the benefit of having it fall, the fire? I think it probably helps with it, like sticking through, like going through the floor above, and like uh-huh. sticking through walls and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with that. It's just easier just to have it be gravitized. <laughs> gravitized um yeah so i i guess i don't know if like if that fixes what they feel like the problem is mm-hmm. yeah I, really I don't know if it will I, i'm interested to see what they do it sounds like they have some ideas and i think because of these cells with 
one specifically on operator balancing. We'll see something soon. Yeah. Speaking speaking of which, it's Epi tweeted when the new uh, operation came out. He said, today we begin a year four of Rainbow Six. And then he says, Burnt Horizon is exciting, but I'm looking forward to everything else we are working on behind the scenes in year four. This seems dedicated to full time to things like toxicity and balancing. This is sizing up to be our best year yet. Cool. So, I mean, obviously he's going to try to promote like the rest of the year. Sure. Being a community developer. But I feel like... I mean, that is like a true thing. Like when you're doing something and you're like, something comes out, but you're really more like excited. Like, no, I like, this is cool, but I'm excited for like all this stuff that's about to come up for siege. Like totally. So I'm excited to see what he's excited about. Right. It sounds well, like I'm this excited stuff. too from just what we've seen. Like this is the first time that I feel like there's some sort of direction on the roadmap that is like interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause before the roadmap was just like, Hey, we're doing uh two operators from Spain. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And you get like the people like, that are from Spain in the audience. Like, ah! yeah, it's like, it's just two new operators. Yeah. Like that. It doesn't, we knew that was coming anyway, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is cool. They've shown us all this stuff they're working on and stuff that like everybody's excited about. I am, I am most excited for the map reworks. Honestly, I think. That's... Yeah. Oh, me too. Give oh, us, thanks. give us more and better maps um, in the ranked rotation. Mm-hmm. Not, not like more maps in the rotation, but like more, I guess better maps. <laughs> Give us more good maps in the range rotation. Yeah. Um, um, that would it'd be nice. And then yeah. take out maps. They said they had that little picture. Okay, we, I'm not going to talk about this again, but they had that picture where it said it, they was going to show what maps are being removed and nothing's being removed. So, Peace fix. Yeah. I'm going to laugh if what they do is like they bring in the new canal and they just show that on that screen. It's just old canals. The one being removed and new canals being added. I'd be like, <laughs> Duh. Well, Canal's not like, in... Are you talking about Cafe? Well, okay. Canal's one of the reworks. Yeah, but it's not in ranked. No, but I I think it will be. Oh, but yeah, it wouldn't but show it the... Removed. Yeah, okay, so Cafe's better. Yeah, so Cafe, but then taking out Cafe and just adding Cafe. Yeah. It's like, okay, take out freaking Fortress. They should take out Fortress and Theme Park. Um, But yeah, as long as we're on the subject of Max, I still like Outback. And I, again, I haven't played it this week, but... I still like it. Outback's good. I actually took some time to just go through and like just do a walkthrough and like blow up some walls and floors and stuff. And like, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. I like the way it all connects and everything. Yeah, so. I didn't do that. Okay. Um, let's hop into listener questions. Um, so first, a couple things of follow-up. So you wanted to talk about a game. So yeah, from a question from last podcast from Zero's Kill One from our Twitter. He asked, what was our most memorable memorable game? And we mentioned a lot of things. One thing that I forgot to mention was 007 Nightfire that I played on the original Xbox, and I played it a lot with my two sisters. There's one map called Ravine, and there's, like, on this game, there's remote-controlled rocket launchers. <laughs> and we would, like, we do this all the time. We'd wake up at, like, 5 or 6 a.m. to start doing this before school. We'd, like, stand on one side of the map, and you'd use the remote-controlled rocket launcher to shoot it, like, across this bridge. Then you had to like turn this corner and turn it into a window. It was like it was so hard, but like every time you did it, you could tell it was possible. So it wasn't like, oh, well, it's not even possible to do it. So it you was, guys, so you were just like doing like obstacle courses with the rocket launcher. You yeah. weren't like actually playing. Yeah, basically. I mean, me and my. I know. You, I know you did play Nightfire because yeah. I played Nightfire with you guys. But yeah, but that we did that a lot just in the morning. We finally got it. I did it. I did it. That's awesome. <laughs> so exciting. And then yeah, me and my sister, the one. The other, the next youngest sibling, um, just older than me, we would play a lot of Nightfire together. Just 
a lot. It was so fun. We'd get so mad at like some of the characters that kept killing us. Like, um, I can't remember the names, but we get so mad at them. Yeah. I hate you, James Bond. (laughs) Yeah. Um, another one I forgot that will probably be the same for you is Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On like Xbox and PS2. Yeah. Man, that game, that was like the best licensed game in a long time. Um, it was just, just a great action game and it's Lord of the Rings, which I love. And then just like, just going through and leveling up the characters mm-hmm. and leveling then up the, the freaking like the Southern Gate. There was oh, this yes. one level called the Southern Gate where just like <laughs> so good. the, the Urukai would just keep spawning and they would just keep coming and you would just sit there and just farm Urukai and there would be like 200 of them that would come and you just farm them and you get like tons of experience and then you'd beat it and then you'd move on and would, you'd be I like way over leveled. I love that level. Yeah, so fun. That game was so fun. Oh, and it had like the most satisfying thing. It had these like spears on the ground that you could go and pick up. And then like if you threw it, it was an instant kill if you hit somebody oh, with I it. Oh, I do remember, remember that. Those? Yes. And they were like the best. And so like when there was like big cave trolls and stuff, you tried to get the spear because it would instant kill it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was good. a good game. I remember that was one of the games that would involve cutscenes from the movie. Yes. And bring it into the game. And I remember oh. thinking like being confused. And I was like, why can't they just like bring this into the game like why does the game have to look so crappy like i just didn't get it <laughs> you're like well because they can't and i was like why because <laughs> you like, can't it's right there film everything that you're gonna do um no but actually no that was a really cool feature too with it like so they would they would cgi the same scene from the movie and then they would like transition from the cgi into the actual scene and like it was like so good like so seamless these transitions like from this you know, Xbox era CGI into an actual like film scene. Like it looked really good. It probably doesn't look as good if you go back now, but <laughs> back then it was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, it's so let's game. get into oh I, one more thing of thought follow up. Uh at JD four one seven zero zero on Twitter reminded us that Rocket League on Xbox has the Warthog already and it's pretty cool. Which does it really yeah it does. And I knew that. And like when I said Warthog, I was like, for some reason that sounds familiar, but I know it's not in there. It's because it's on Xbox. So that makes so I need sense. to get Rocket League on Xbox then. Pretty much. I just want to be able to have it on PC. Maybe maybe when they start like doing Halo on PC, maybe we'll see it. That'd be very cool. That'd be way cool. That'd be very cool. Okay, let's move on to current questions. Um, if you want to ask a question, you can do it in two places. One is on our Twitter account, which is at our 600 now, and you should follow us there for our thoughts on Siege throughout the week. And then the other and possibly better place is in our Discord channel, which you can find the link to in these show notes or also on our Twitter page. Um, And in the Discord, we have a dedicated channel for podcast questions where our awesome listeners and community leave us questions for each podcast. And let's get right into them. Siege, 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 siege. So Will Sheikabob... Uh, regular question asker here says, okay, uh, big question here. When the devs show the nitty gritty details like the camera position on Thermite, so he's referring to what we mentioned last week where they moved the camera position when you're leaning from like the side of your head to the center of your head and they showed sort of the graphic of what it looks like. Uh, What if they made an area like this where it shows all the bullet travel lines, grenade arcs, and maybe like an explosive area of effect so testers can really see what's happening when something happens? This is a really great idea. I love being able to see like every little detail of everything. It'd be so great. Yeah, it's if cool. there was some sort of like mode in Siege where you could like have it all turned on, so you throw a grenade and it would show you like the area of effect of that grenade. Yeah, 
be way cool. It would be super, super cool, especially like for the content creators, you know, for the like the rogue nines of the world who are making mm-hmm. like detailed videos, like exploring how things actually work and stuff like that would be really, really cool. Um, it makes me think of like in Melee, how people have like broken down that game to the point where you can see the polygons and like where the hitboxes actually exist and the hurt boxes and all that stuff. And like the way Melee, like competitive melee has gotten better since they've like achieved that kind of stuff is insane because people know like these tiny details that uh, that you couldn't know before except through like kind of experience right um so it would be super super cool that said it's definitely not worth the developer's time right oh yeah yeah i mean it'd be cool but yeah i mean they have other things to work on right i mean if if they have just like a debug mode that exists that's like that which they very well might then it would be cool if if they like expose that to the community. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, but not something I would ever expect for sure. I I would uh, not hold your breath for that one. McMuffin two through one asks us if we are gonna get in on the division two. Um, probably not, just because the game isn't really like my kind of game in general. It is. It was free. I don't know if the beta is still open now. Yeah. Did that beta happen already? I know it was on, so I don't know if it's over oh, by yeah, this I think point. it was this past weekend, which unfortunately conflicted with Satisfactory. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could have played it because it was like a free beta, but I just, Division's not really my yeah. whole kind of so game. It, it come, the actual game comes out this week. Um, yeah, like I played, I think, the Division 1 beta a little bit, and like it was cool, but like I'm just not too into like the loot shooters really yeah. it's just like like especially like i actually actively avoid sort of endless games right games that just like there's there's just no end in sight and it, it's designed to just keep you coming back and continue playing forever and ever and ever because like i yes. already play competitive multiplayer which you know that's that's what siege is too in rocket league right like i play competitive multiplayer games and so like getting into one of these games is just a time sink that i just can't afford in my life you know yeah <laughs> so it's like i like things like world of warcraft destiny like i just i just avoid those games and they're very quickly addicting too. Right. So you just really gotta stay away. Yeah, and I and I know that I'll like them, and that's the reason. It's just yeah. like eh, it's just not it's not worth the pain that it's gonna cause me. Uh Buzzer T I never know how to say his name. Buzzard Jiman. Are you guys going to PAX or go to events at all? It doesn't have to be Twitch or games related. Um so I actually probably will go to a few events this year due to my job. Um, we're actually developing a, a product in the gaming space and uh, there will be some need for me to go to some of these shows and meet people and vendors and stuff. So I very well might, not in any capacity related to Unrenowned, of course, but... One day, one day. One day. You almost went to E3. I almost All went to e paid. <laughs> Everything, literally. Hotel, food, flight... I like. I remember reading all that stuff. I don't know if I still have that email. I have a screenshot of it somewhere, but man, sad. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I was like, my boss was on the verge of telling me like, hey, get tickets to E3 for this year. And then I realized it's the same week as our family reunion. Oh, so that does make you feel I have basically the same thing happening to me. So uh it's sad but i'll i'll probably be at like pax or something this year so i'll I'll let you guys know and if any of you guys are there i'd be happy to to meet you you want to hit us with the next question just unfriendly 
Not really a question, but I wish you could use some alternate stuff with the elite sets. Being able to use alternate gun skins or things like that while retaining the rest of the elite pieces, it would be cool. Ooh, yes. Yeah, so the, the elite skin is stuck with the set of stuff, and you choose it, and that's what you use. Mm-hmm. It would be way cool to just have the elite, like, sledgehammer, but not the rest of the elite sledge outfit. Because I don't, I don't really like sledge's elite, like, a ton, but I like the sledgehammer. So I wish I could just have just the sledgehammer and then just customize everything else to what I wanted, you know? Yeah. Like, it should just it should unlock the uniform, the headgear, and everything, and then... You yeah, I agree. And yeah, there's want. a lot that, like... Especially because, like, it shows their faces, and a lot of times I'm like, I actually kind of prefer, like, the the masked look or whatever, you know? And, like Or, like, some of them... Like, Rook especially has, like, really cool helmets, and it's like, I like that a lot better than his, like, his elite set. So mm-hmm. it's like, it'd be... It, yeah, it would be super nice if you could, like, pick and choose and mis- mix, mix, mix and match that stuff. Um... Good feedback. Let's do it. Should we do it? You know, I think we should. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Comrade Nikolai asked, have you ever played Airsoft? Yes. Yes. Many times. Not recently. Um, Not recently at all. I actually had an Airsoft gun. Did they sell it? I think I still have it. It hasn't sold. I have one that's like a pretty nice gun. I upgraded like the spring and like the um, spring guide and the motor and some other things. And I have red dot sight on it. <laughs> pretty cool. Cool. What? What? Uh, was it modeled after? It's an M4. Cool. Yeah, I used to have an M4 airsoft gun too. Um, but yeah, I, I played it a lot in high school. It was a lot of fun. Um, I actually was more into paintball though. Like I actually had like some pretty nice paintball equipment and we used to go probably like twice a month we would go um, in the summer. And that was, that was way, way fun. Yeah, I, um, my friend was going paintballing a lot and then we just went together and bought paintball guns. I went paintballing a few times, and then I went on my mission and just sold my paintball gun right before I left, so I don't have it anymore. But it was really fun. People always say that paintball hurts more than the airsoft because of the welts. Like, yeah, it does leave welts, but I feel like it doesn't hurt as bad. Like, airsofts, because they're so tiny, and yeah. so, like, they inflict a lot of pain just in one little spot, whereas, like, the airsoft is, or the paintball's bigger and just kind of goes all over. And, yeah. like, I feel like when I'm running in paintball, sometimes I'm like, I didn't even feel it. I just see it. I'm like, oh, dang. I feel like with paintball like it's it's just different it depends where you get hit i feel like like mm-hmm. on bare skin i think airsoft can hurt more yeah um but like like under a shirt especially if you're wearing like a thicker shirt like you almost won't feel the airsoft guns really at all because yeah. it's just like it's so small um but like paintball like if it hits you like i'm trying to think of like where the worst places are like on the knuckles is like really bad um, or like if it hits like a soft muscle, like if it's like your hamstring or something, like a lot of times that'll leave a big bruise that'll hurt for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're, they're both hurt. Just don't get hit. Just don't get steel don't switch wants to know which operators or CTU do you feel need a cosmetic overhaul? The GSG nine to me needs better uniforms that better differentiate from each other. I sometimes get bandit and Jaeger confused since they look similar to each other. We're talking about people who I get confused because they look too similar. Doc and Rook is one that, like, if I just get a quick glance at them, I won't always know who it was. Um, actually, Buck and Frost, even though one's attack and one's defense, like, I always think it's Frost when I see Buck. And, like, it doesn't make sense, obviously. But, like, I'm like, oh, Frost is coming in. I'm like, wait, Frost is on our team, and she's not even in the game. <laughs> yeah. They, they, um, there was a video a long, long time ago on the sub of this guy. He killed his teammate that was buck and he thought it was frost and he's like okay hey, i killed frost and then he saw frost again he's like wait i already killed frost and he was so confused and like mm-hmm. killed her 
and you post it on the sub, like Frost came up twice. Still never noticed what happened. Oh my so gosh. everybody upvoted it so that everyone would see it because it was like, I'm uploading this just because it's funny. Yeah. Like he didn't notice through the whole video. That's so funny. And he finally realized, I think he deleted the video and someone like posted a mirror of it because he had, because he deleted it. That's awesome. It's funny. Um, yeah. And there's some other ones I get confused. Like anybody with the yellow uh, hazmat suits, like, I don't know who that was. You know, they all like Capcom and Lion with the hazmat suits look exactly mm-hmm. the same. They do. Also, just like the, like, when you start adding uniforms of people that look similar to other operators, like when you have like the yellow Habana, sometimes it looks like it's a lion or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it really can or a finca. Yeah. As far as like which uh, CTUs need a cosmetic overhaul, I don't, I mean, I guess it would be nice to have a few of them just differentiated a little bit more. Same. Next question is from Scabad- Scabaduda. Says, imagine this: you're in drone phase, and the enemy team has an alibi. You get into one of the rooms and see a hologram. Should it be possible to spot those holograms because it's clearly her? What do you guys think? We've talked about before, like spotting gadgets and stuff, and like mm-hmm. saying that's who the operator is. Like you see a frost mount, or you see a ADS, like you yeah. know, see a green frost. Right. Um, yeah, I wouldn't think that alibi should be any different from anybody else because, like, just because it looks like alibi, I mean, everybody yeah. else has a thing that's equally identifiable as uniquely theirs right Right. so um if if we're gonna do with alibi we should do with everybody but Mm -hmm. i do kind of think we should like yeah if i see an ads and like let me spot it and let me like identify jaeger right and the only problem i see with it is just people scanning and seeing like a black eye camera but like the next you see the camera they just caught it on the thing that's yeah that's a good point um maybe if it was like limited to certain devices or something yeah um uh, but then that that's weird. So it's probably just not worth it, you know? It'd be really hard. I mean, because you know it's mute when you start getting like the... But you can't... Right. You just have to call it out and yeah. know who it is. Tell your whole team. But your team knows. Yeah, no. Um, It's a good thought. But yeah, I think I think ultimately it's it's going to be... Because there's the problem of like the black eyes, like you said. And so ultimately it's it's going to either be weird where it's like some things are spotable and some aren't and how you keep track of like, which is which, you know, um, or you'll end up having that problem where like things that are kind of hidden. Now people can just like scan randomly and find them. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a great middle ground there that makes sense to add that feature. Okay. So that is it for the questions this week. Um, like we said, it's going to be a shorter podcast, but we are going to dive into talking about a couple of the other games that we've been spending our time with this week. Um, I'm sorry. Ubisoft and Siege, but there are other fun games out there that catch our attention sometimes. So first of all, there's a game called Satisfactory. So if you're not familiar with Satisfactory, it's a new game from the developers of, uh, what's it called? Goat uh, Simulator? Simulator. Mm -hmm. Um, Coffee Stain is the name of the developer. And uh, if you're familiar with Factorio, it's very similar to that, except it's in 3D. So basically, the game is about uh, building a factory and automating production of materials to advance your tech tree and um, do that. So it's just, it's like, it's a factory simulator, I guess you would say, but I mean, not, it's not in the same way that like SimCity is a city simulator, right? It's it's a little bit different than that, but it's really cool. Um, so the main hook is like building your factory and trying to optimize it and trying to like advance your society. But what makes it really cool is that the world itself is just interesting 
Yeah. Um, it's a very good looking game, like just very, very beautiful. And it has like really interesting creatures and plants and like, you're on this like alien world and you're sort of settling it. Right. Or I don't, I don't exactly know like what the whole story is. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool though. It's huge. It's humongous. Yes. I've gone very, very far. Literally the la- last night we were playing that last night. Yeah. Last night we were playing it at like 11:40 PM. I was like, okay, I'm coming back. Cause I just got like a bunch of random stuff that I wanted to try mm-hmm. to analyze. That was like new stuff we hadn't had. And it literally took me like more than 20 minutes to get back. Part of it was because like I couldn't, I didn't find my direct route back. And there was like a huge like mountain range kind of around or like ridges. And so I couldn't get over it and I couldn't get through it. And then like I kept like running into like these plants that just explode. And so I had to like go another way. Yeah. Then like there's these giant monsters that are like, there's some that are like regular sized. And then there's like ones that are like their dad or something that are just like huge. And you're like, oh, I'm not finding that thing. Yeah. So you just turn around and run the other way. I think I read um, on Reddit that it's 30 square kilometers. Wow. It's, which is, it sounds large. And it, I'm trying to, like, it, it, how large that actually is depends on how fast you move, right? And so right. Um, we got a truck at one point that had a speedometer. And it, I think we were kind of like 50 kilometers per hour was kind of that's like average speed or top speed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like we would run maybe close to half as fast as that. So let's say we run 20 kilometers per hour. Yeah meaning it would take an hour and a half to run across the map from end to end, which that's a pretty big map. And that's without obstacles, right? That's like if you yeah. just did a straight run, which this, this game has a lot of like mountains yeah. and, and just like random drops into pits of despair yes. and stuff. Like, it certainly does. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fun world to explore. So what, was, like, what I think is super cool about it is that like, so we played with uh, four of us. And so me and Camden and Taylor, we spent a lot of time just like building the factory and automating stuff while Chris spent most of his time just like running out and exploring and like, <laughs> like learning about animals and finding like cool things that we're not obviously going to find like just in our home base. And so like what was cool about that was that everybody was getting their own enjoyment out of the game. Like mm-hmm. you could, there's multiple ways to play it and enjoy it. Um, and like, that's just really cool. Cause a lot of these games, it's like, uh, you either have to do one or the other, really, and like, like one of those is just not as important or yeah. as significant. Yeah, I remember this is funny. I remember when I was first exploring, and I was like, I made, I mentioned, I was like, I wish there was a way to like mark like this spot so I could come back and check it out. And Ryan and Taylor were both like, I don't think this is that kind of game. Like, this just isn't. It's not what you're supposed to do. I was like, well, this kind of sucks. And then sure enough, like two tiers later, there's this beacon thing that you can yeah. place down so you can yeah. go back and see. And yeah. there's like hard drives and stuff out there we need to analyze. Like, right. Yes, it is that kind of game. Right. Well, I, like I still hold that like it's not seven days to die, right? No. Where you're going out and no, like definitely not. finding new towns and you're like going through each building and looking for loot. Like it's yeah. it's not like that. No. Um, like it, it's mostly about the factory, but at the same time they have this other hook. Yeah. Of like, and, and I think they've done a good job of balancing it so that like in the beginning, like your factory doesn't really move that fast. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of like get it set up. And then while you're waiting for stuff to go, you can go out and start exploring and yeah. find things. Yeah. But there, there is stuff out there like the cilia and um, like the cloth that we were able to make that made parachutes. That was so cool. Yeah. Then um, the, uh, the mycelium or whatever, I mean, mycelium, whatever it's called, you mm-hmm. can make like health, like things that read your health completely with right. them so like there's cool things yeah out there and it'd be interesting because they have like a roadmap of saying like what they plan to do and like in the future they have like advanced like exploring stuff different right, animals right. so we should have mentioned at the top that this was uh an alpha test for the game yeah 
So it was uh, free if you got a code by signing up uh, ahead of time um, for the weekend. And then it's coming out next week on the 19th um, in early access. So it's $30 on the Epic Games Store. Um, if you're interested, you really should check it out. We'll, and we'll be streaming it next week. So uh, Luckily if you're for me, that spring break. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That is lucky. It's really great. Uh, yeah, you should come check us out on stream. I'm VG Fiasco. He's just hello with three O's on Twitch. Yeah. Um, come check us out next week if you're interested in it. Uh, what I really liked about it though was like they did such a good job with like the hook of every single time you're reaching the next tier of upgrades. Like you just see like two or three things that you're like, oh, that's revolutionary. Like that's going to mm-hmm. change entirely how like how I've been doing things. Like. For you, it's like the parachute or like the yeah. uh, the rebar gun, like yeah, like or the chainsaw, right? Like those yeah. are so sweet. And then for us, it's like, oh, we're getting splitters uh, for mm-hmm. our, our conveyor belt, the so assembler we can split them into different nice. things. Yeah, the assembler, so I can take a bunch of raw materials, put it into one machine, and build this like uh, finished product, right? That takes multiple kinds of materials. Um, so and then like getting to coal power that was a big thing. So like mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game. You're 100% dependent on um, bio, biomass. biomass power. So basically, you have to find leaves and wood and break them down into like a biomass block. Um, and you can, you can advance that tech tree until you get to like biofuel, which is pretty efficient. And then you have to like, you produce all that and then you manually pour it into, well, you don't like pour it, but you manually like dump the, the inventory into these biomass generators. And they don't produce that much power. They they can power basically five machines mm-hmm. in your factory, and your factory pretty quickly ends up having like dozens and dozens of yeah. machines. So you have you have to build this like whole production line just for the power. Um, and then like it sucks because that's the one piece that's not automated. You have to like you 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 can automate the production of the stuff sort of, and then you have to pick it up out of your storage and dump it into the thing. So once you get coal power. It's so sweet because you just find a coal mine and you automate, you put like conveyor belts going into your coal power generators and like the whole thing's automated so you can completely forget about power. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from needing more when you have more machines, right? Yeah. But like you don't have to worry about like, oh shoot, we ran out of fuel and now everything's shut down until like we, we gotta go get wood. And, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just like getting things like that where it's like, oh my gosh, that upgrade is insane. Like this is going to make it so much better. So it's like yeah. they did such a good job with just like every single thing just being this huge dopamine drop. I love to like how when it first started, we like just kind of built things like around. And then like once we started getting more efficient, we would like tear down whole sections like, hey, this is iron over here and just beautifully set up yeah. iron production. And then Camden, when we did like he redid the biofuel, he was like, yeah, so I had the biofuel up here. I was like, oh, you're up there now? He's like, yeah. And, like our other biomass like, uh, like generators. The way, yeah, there was like in random spots facing around directions. It was ugly. And I go up there and it's just beautiful assembled lines of like biomass yeah. generators like oh this is awesome yeah like was that so was totally cool. worth the 45 minutes you spent like, yeah good 100%. job it good looks job. so good uh yeah and then there's just like fun projects because it's like oh shoot like suddenly we're using a lot more cement than we were before because we're building all these foundations to like actually build a factory floor and stuff and so crap we need more cement so like we go and find the cement mine and it's like down this huge like mountain cliff. Mm-hmm. So we have to like we go down there and then we have to like build this insane ramp with like conveyor belts going up it and just like bring it all the way back to our factory. And like it's it's so cool. <laughs> it's so fun. It is really good. It's really, really good. And there's like so much more that we have to do. We only got to like tier three and there's seven tiers. There yeah. were only three available in the alpha. Mm-hmm. So we advanced pretty much to most we could in alpha. 
with the exception of getting the vehicles going back and forth. Yeah. But other than that, like we advanced completely as much as we could. Yeah. And then and now we have, there's so much more to go. Oh yeah. So excited. So, uh, the alpha ended yesterday as of the time we're recording this and I bought the game today. (laughs) It was just like, I was at work. I was like, this is all I can think about right now. Like, so I just went and bought it. Um, I'm but so excited I'm for excited. to release like a patch notes or something. Like we have a roadmap of where things are going, but I just want the first set of patch notes to see like what they change and what they fixed. Yeah. 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 So March 19th was that Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be out next Tuesday. That's before the next episode of the podcast. So come catch us on Twitch again. I'm VG fiasco. He's just hello with three O's and uh, we'll be streaming that and check it out. It's really a lot of fun. It's it's fun i'm hoping to read in the patch notes the first thing is optimization because it, it gets like once we, we started really building issues, stuff up yeah. it started getting pretty funky on like the server load yeah yeah okay tell us about this other game so there's this other game it is literally <laughs> the worst game ever but you have to buy it it's 6.99 <laughs> it's called a pogo stuck it's on steam literally this game if you pogo stuck pogo, so stuck. Like pogo stick but with a u pogo yeah stuck. it's exactly what it is this game is just like the game get over it where it was like this guy with this like pick and he just like swung around and climbed up this thing and basically <laughs> the goal is get to the top and it's like super hard it's the same with this it's just jumping on your pogo stick and getting through this course that's <laughs> very difficult literally like I've spent hours like on certain parts and like you can you can get up to like a certain percentage and fall down like 15% of the course mm-hmm. and it just really gets you real upset. Yeah, so yeah, the whole thing is structured like vertically so you're just you're going up and up and up and then it can be like if you miss a jump, you'll just fall past like all the progress you made down to like some earlier portion of the level and then you have to like make it all the way back up. Mm-hmm. So it like is there is it a level structure? It kind of. So it really it's all one level it's all one level you get to 100 percent, you win but it's like you get to certain points where like it's really hard to fall back behind okay. that like you have to try to get back okay because so like, you were saying that somebody fell from like 70 percent to like 37 percent or something yeah like that. so there's one part of it where it's like it's it's more fluid to get that far because it's just jumping kind of horizontally not really vertical at that point point. Mm-hmm. and so it's always moving from left to right pretty much all the time that's like the direction you're going um which is normal but there's like that part you just like kind of go up and then you can fall down from like 72 to like 35 percent or something like that wow it's the big fall yeah and so like i watched someone i was watching someone on a stream i don't know if anyone's beat the game yet because i've been looking for videos of like the finish and i haven't like i i see there's like seven names that have like and their record of their time uh-huh. but like other than that i haven't seen any videos or pictures of the finish or anything wow it's like i don't know if anyone's actually beat it so are you gonna be the first one you gonna record it no, I mean I'll I'll press F eleven. My F eleven is my like record of the last three yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. key. But I hate the game, but I have to play it. <laughs> I I hate it so much. I hate it every time. The first time I played it, I played with my brother in law's brother until like five a.m. Worst experience ever. And then we got past the one part we were at for forever, and we had names for everything. We had like the pit, we had banana rock and stuff, and doomsday. It was very funny. Tree. I was in the same Discord channel just listening to them. It was very funny. They're like, oh, I'm back at Doomsday. This sucks. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm up to first tree. Oh, I'm up to snake or like whatever. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> I'm in the freaking pit again. I fell in the pit. I fell past the pit. I freaking fell past the pit. 
hate that game. So get it. It's on Steam. It's on for six ninety nine. You have to if you can if you can you have to get to twenty five percent. Once you get to twenty five percent, and you can quit. You don't have ever have to play again. But you have to get there, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see the pit in first and second tree. You'll know. You'll see it, and you'll, <laughs> you'll know. know. There's safe spot and everything, but. Awesome. I haven't been playing it, and I definitely will not. Don't, I've, don't, I have don't. played Save uh, similar, like Trials HD is one mm-hmm. I've played, and I, I don't think it's exactly like Trials HD, but it's similar in that it's just like very hard, and you just yeah. keep redoing the same part over and over and over again, and you just I get love so Trials. frustrated. Trials is a good game. It is, but, oh, man, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah, I've 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 played hard games. I'm okay not playing this one. I will say the level of like satisfaction that you get when you finally get past the part oh my gosh i have not screamed yes so loud in a long time yeah it's like being a dark souls boss it's just like it's very satisfying oh it's so so good it sucks though so don't buy it if you really want to like have that feeling of like i freaking did it then yeah go buy it (laughs) cool and get 25 percent. the game sucks these are the two reasons that we uh, haven't played as much Siege over this past week. But we, we promise we'll get back into it and bring you guys some more awful opinions. Uh, we should probably do a, um, what's it called? Operator Spotlight next week. I think we will do an Operator Spotlight next week. Yeah, if you have a specific request. I know we've had some requests before, but if you have a request that you want to hear an Operator Spotlight for next week that we haven't done yet, uh, let us know in that hot Discord channel. Um, anything else? Not that I can think of. All right. If you like the show, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at R6Unrenowned, and you can follow each of us. I am VG Fiasco on Twitch and YouTube. I am just slow with three O's on Twitch and YouTube. Nice. I was yawning during that time, so yeah. if you got that, I'm surprised. <laughs> Very good job. Uh, and also, again, don't forget to join the Discord channel. Super fun. Lots of cool people there talking about Siege and life and random Other things, stuff. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun time. It's it's getting to the point where like I can't read all the messages because there's just it's too much happening. I actually changed my so I used to not have notifications enabled for all the channels, just mentions, mm-hmm. and then I like missed stuff. And I was like, oh, like I wish I was kind of a part of that conversation. So I've changed it now to like notify me with everything. Mm-hmm. And it is getting to the point where it's kind of a lot where I'm like, ah, like I like this. I like knowing everything that's going on and like reading and responding to all the messages and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to turn off all notifications because it's like every two, I'm a server at a restaurant every like two seconds i like feel this vibration <laughs> in my pocket i'm like okay this is annoying yeah it's 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 fun like it's active enough that uh that you know you, you just can't keep up with everything which is super fun yeah so um love all you discord boys all right thanks guys for listening we'll have another show coming at you next wednesday as always we will see you then just goodbye